You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another uh, episode of Trash Pandas. I'm Lindsay, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hello. So um, last week, we took the week off because I had some major exciting news. I bought a house, and... Woo! Uh, we were closing that day, so sorry for the week off, but we are here to recap everything 90 day for the past two weeks, so you will not have missed too much. Um, so, Lauren, what have you been watching this week besides 90 day, obviously? Obviously. Um, so I have a couple of things I've been watching. There is a free streaming service called Pluto TV. And on their MTV one, they've been playing all of like the original seasons of Real World, which have been amazing to go back through. I had no clue that like they had jobs and they had cars (laughs) during this thing. Like that's not how I remember Real World. But yeah, it was it's actually pretty interesting to watch that. And they also have a 24 hour stream of um, Mystery Science Theater, which is fantastic. Love it. You guys got to watch it if you didn't watch it before, but I'm sure a lot of you have. Wait, Real World, the first season, was that Seattle? Um, I think it was Seattle, actually. Okay. I don't remember what it was because I watched like five seasons and like... The one that vividly <laughs> stands days. out in my mind from 90s days is New Orleans. Um, the New Orleans cast. The, was that the one with Genesis? I don't remember. Okay, so there's like a bunch of seasons that I remember very vividly, and one of them was Las Vegas, and there was oh, like I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, it's like I don't know why I remember these specific ones. Right, like but... why did you block out <laughs> some of it, and then like why did some of it stick with you? It's so bizarre. It's just like how much trash level there yeah. was per season yeah. it makes me go, oh yeah, I remember that. There was a girl named Trishelle in the Las yes, Vegas one. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Now she was I Las Vegas one. She was like, you know, the house. How do you forget whore. a name like Trishel? I know. Oh Loved it. She was the house whore. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Real World was like introduction to all, everything trash that oh, we yeah. watch now. Like the, Real World was like a game changer. It was like real world. And then there was road rules. Oh, road rules. And then eventually so they did like the challenge, the challenge you know, yeah. like Which, real world, real world versus MTV is rebooting the challenge. They're, I saw that. Yeah. They're doing the challenge and they have some of them that like, they're like now like in their mid forties, <laughs> like going on the challenge. And I'm like, how are you not going to die? Right. With like all these you young can run a marathon. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> while strapped to bricks (laughs) with like alligators chasing behind you like they do all kinds of crazy shit I'm like what the fuck the challenge is pretty good yeah I miss those shows I might have to go back and rewatch um it's so good but it's a free streaming service Pluto TV so you can watch it anytime and it's it's really fucking good um and then the last thing that I've been watching a lot of and I was binging was they rebooted Unsolved Mysteries oh yeah which is like an all-time favorite you know and they kept the like creepy shitty like opening music which was fantastic that music haunted me as a child (laughs) like I knew when I heard that music like turn the channel because this stuff is creepy but no I was a little like murderino at the time so I was like yes all this shit is so creepy but I was super creeped out by it like as a kid like yeah probably shouldn't but shouldn't have been watching all that stuff but yeah so I watched the first episode with you and uh 
Um, it's good. It's, it's interesting. I hope there are some cases I haven't finished watching, but there are definitely some cases that I really hope they hit on. Like we were talking about, um, Elisa Lamb case, which, um, if you guys don't know, and you guys are into creepy, creepy murders and like unsolved total mystery, um, look up Elisa Lamb, Los Angeles. Um, I forget the name of the hotel, um, an old shady hotel in Los Angeles. Anyways, so they have like the last known video footage of her is in an elevator and it looks like she's like, like playing like hide and go seek with somebody, but you never see the other person. And then, um, it looks like she gets scared and like goes back into the elevator, but then you don't see anything. Like nobody gets in the elevator with her, nothing. So she goes missing and a few, like, I don't know if it was a few weeks or a few days later, um, people that were staying in the hotel started complaining of the taste and the, the scent of the water oh God. in the hotel. So it prompted them to go up to the water tanks on top of the hotel, these huge like cement water tanks with these big heavy lids on top. And they like push back the lid and they find her body in there. And what like the mystery is, is like, how the hell did she get in there? Because there was like no way to get up there. Like for, for normal, like people staying in the hotel, there was like no way for you to find your way up there. And then the fact that like, how did she then did close she, it? Yeah. Did yeah, she, she get in the it. tank and then close it over her? But then it's like this huge heavy lid. So it's like, how did she do that? It must've been foul play, but it's a really creepy case. If you guys are ever, if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, I have a bunch of those kinds of cases. Cause I love that stuff. Like what the hell happened? Like what happened to this girl? Like, how did that it doesn't make any, like, your brain can't make, like, logical sense out of There's it. There's no way to make any sense of it. And the right. thing is, is that with Unsolved Mysteries, it's, like, a lot of them are about, like, missing people and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, unsolved, you know, cases of people going missing. But they do have one that is about abductions. Like alien abduction. So I was super excited to see that. I won't ruin anything. I'll let you guys watch it. But it was really good. I enjoyed the reboot. If you haven't watched it, do it. Yeah, no, I love that kind of stuff. So I didn't bring back. Obviously, I think the guy's dead, obviously. But like they they don't have like a narrator. They don't have like a creepy narrator. Which was one of the best parts, in my opinion. Like I miss his voice like that. Like Yeah, he has that like like, mysterious. Yeah, like. And then, on this episode, right. you know, like <laughs> Tammy was walking down a dark alleyway when blah, blah, blah. It's like, I miss that voice. That narration is just great. He has like a voice like Keith Morrison where you like just remember it. It's almost like, like, it's not super deep, but it's deep. And it's kind of like grainy. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. He's got that like, you know, perfect, yeah. like, oh, creeper. Yeah. It's good. So I want, I like definitely watch it. It was pretty good. So, um, Hamilton, Hamilton guys, need we say more? So good. so good. Please watch it. So Disney Plus. I have not watched the Disney Plus version yet because I saw it live. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I'm a I know we're jealous. We're all um, jealous. 
But I mean, Hamilton's a game changer. It's amazing. I can't say enough good things about it. We were talking about, um, if you are on Twitter, you probably saw the trending like cancel Hamilton that went out. And a lot of people had gripes with the fact of like, glorifying these founding fathers that had owned slaves and were pretty terrible people. And yes, absolutely. 100%. I agree with that. But you also have to look at the side where another really important thing that Hamilton did was like the black and person uh, person of color, like representation in Broadway. I mean, to have a cast that's majority people of color and the creator is a person of color, like to have that representation is just such a game changer. Um, you know, and it opened up a lot of people who would otherwise not watch a normal, a broad, I shouldn't say normal, but wouldn't watch a Broadway musical, it piqued their interest. Right. So I think that's really cool that Hamilton opened up those doors and to kind of like reclaim the history, like we're going to portray our founding fathers through a majority black cast, like is awesome and use hip hop to do it. Yeah. It's so cool. So, um, Yeah, there are problems with Hamilton. It's not perfect. It was created by a person and a flawed person and talking about these flawed founding fathers and, you know, but that is history. That is what happened in this country. And um, so I think, I think it's all really interesting. And sorry, I'm just like totally talking. Totally fine. Word vomit because I love Hamilton so much. (laughs) But the other really cool thing is um, it got people interested in learning the actual history. So like they may have seen something that happened in Hamilton. And I know so many people that went back and were like, I want to read about that because was that the way it really was? And so they're now reading about history. Like, yes, yes. Educate the masses. masses. This is, I mean, you know what, how many pieces of entertainment like have that, that inspiration in them that, makes people go out and research and learn like that. I just think it's really cool. I love it. So Um, our friend Tammy says another thing that Hamilton did that was great is break down the traditional barriers between stage and audience, which is absolutely true. Yes. I I love, um, I love musical theater in general. And I grew up with a mother who was very, very into musical theater. Um, And we, I was literally in theaters all the time, they would do lights and my mom would do, um, you know, costumes and, and hair and makeup and everything. So I grew up on the theater and like, I think that something I love about Hamilton is that it's a different type of musical and it Mm -hmm. shows people that uh, musicals can evolve too with like interests and genres that that the younger generations are interested in. It doesn't have to be an opera. It doesn't have to be, Right. It doesn't have to fit this certain musical mold. It, right. it can, there's room for other people. There's room for other stories. There's room for other genres. You just have to embrace that. I mean, it's, it's really Hamilton. You can't deny its genius and like what it's done for um, culture in general. Um, also, you forgot to mention that we grew up 
Oh yeah, roller skating <laughs> around a basement, singing "Jesus Christ Superstar." And, so, yeah, and Phantom of the Opera, and Phantom of the Opera, and Greece, and Greece. Yeah, I think that the two of us would <laughs> like act out. We are nerds. Musical, <laughs> musical theater is definitely in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> my family oh my is God. a big fan of um, Les Misérables, so yeah. I mean. I, know, I think my mom has taken me a couple of times to see Lee. Yeah, Rose. yeah. And I, you know what we were also talking about earlier is just that um, all of the musicals that we ever go to, you know, you can grow up listening to the soundtrack. I, oh, yeah. I definitely, as a child, would hear the soundtracks before I would ever yes. see the actual shows. Yeah. Um, and once you see it, it just changes the way that everything, it, like the meaning of everything and the mm-hmm. way that you feel about each song. And it becomes like something that, you're like, it's enticing, right. you know, it's definitely something that you, you start to really feel right. and it draws you in. We were discussing that with Hamilton because both of us had listened to it before seeing it. And when I saw it, I didn't realize, I didn't fully realize the relationship between Hamilton and Angela Schuyler, who was Eliza's sister and Mm -hmm. I didn't realize like that little love triangle there and until I saw the play and I had heard the musical but then seeing it I was like oh Oh, okay this makes sense like there's a musical so good there's a musical that I used to listen to when I was a kid it's called chess and I'm pretty sure it's Sondheim it might be Tim Rice but um I have no clue don't even quote me on that but there's Chess is a really great musical. I love all the music. I would sing it all the time. Never saw it. And then I finally, like, one day was like, I'm going to YouTube it. And I watched it. And I was like, this changes everything. Mm. I had no clue that they were actually talking about chess. Right. <laughs> like, they were literally, like, I a musical it was about a metaphor. chess. Oh, my God. I, well, I was a kid, you know right. what I mean? But yeah. as an adult, like, I didn't even think about it. I just right. sang the songs. Right. And right. then I was like, oh, my God, they're actually just crazy crazy <laughs> shit you know what I mean like go see a musical go see a musical it'll change your life for real. well you know you can't right now but well yeah. Broadway is basically canceled Damn right it. Now. go stream Hamilton uh, there you go stream Hamilton and check out some YouTube musicals because I'm pretty sure that I'm not sure if it's ended already but I think Andrew Lloyd, Andrew Webber, Lloyd Webber was releasing, was releasing a musical every, every Friday. Friday. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's on YouTube. So go on, watch some musicals. Go watch Joseph Education and the Technicolor Dream. Oh my God, it's so good. Great soundtrack. Please. You yes. can skip Cats though. Skip Cats. <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> and don't watch the movie. <laughs> and don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. I don't care who's in it. Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift. They're all great. <laughs> not in Cats. I don't think there's a lot of people that can cats redeem so cats. Creepy. It's the weirdest. It's so creepy. Anyways, okay. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, we want to briefly talk about 90 Day Happily Ever After. We haven't done all of these episodes, but we kind of just want to touch on it because if you follow 90 Day like us, you are very aware and you know these couples. So um Happily Ever After focuses on after they get their visa to stay because they've gotten married or they've gotten married and are now separated like Larissa and Cole. Yeah. Uh, But that's what happily ever after focuses on. So um, 
the first couple, Asuelu and Kalani. From the get-go, during their season that they were on 90 Day Fiance, I thought that they were a mess. Like, I, I actually did not expect them to actually go through with getting married. So when it came down to it, I was, like, shocked. See, I think the the season that they were on, um, ninety, they were on ninety day fiance, like the original one. Um, there was something so endearing about Asuelu, and um, she's a bitch though. <sighs> but now I don't think she is. Yeah. Now I'm like Asuelu needs to man up or get out. Like, so they got, so she went to Samoa and got pregnant. After she lost her virginity to Azuelo, and he then came over to the States, had the baby, like a couple weeks before she gets married, realizes she's pregnant again. So they now have two babies under two years old, which I can't even imagine like the stress and like how rough That's that must hard, be. Hard work. And now all we see is like Azuelo is like, it's woman's work. Like, he'll, or no, he doesn't even say woman. He says girl. It's yeah. girl's work. I'm a boy. Like, really, dude? Really? Like, maybe in some own culture, like, that's how it is. But then men are out earning. And he's, like, barely earning, barely doing anything. And he, like, then has the balls to say to Kalani, like, oh, what you do is easy. Yeah. Like, okay, even if you do believe in those gender roles, like, then don't go on to insult your wife and tell her that, like, what she does is easy. Like, then you do it. If it's so easy. When I was watching it, the thing is, is that at first I was like, oh, okay, I understand what he's saying. It was just misinterpreted because he says it's easy. But then later on they're talking and he says, well, you know, if if you have dirty dishes, you put them in the dishwasher. It's a machine. Yes. It doesn't. And then if you have a kid, you put them in front of the TV, watch this. If you do. So he was saying like everything in America is like machines, you know, like you can literally just kind of, it's like the ease of like, like stuff in, in a machine. Samoa, and take you hand wash your clothes. Exactly. And you have to entertain your child. All so day. at first I was like, Oh, he's not really saying that it's easy. He's just saying that it's easier. And then he like doubles down on it. He doubles down on it. Exactly. And he starts saying that, you know, it's that women's work in general is very easy. And, and I was like, all right, now, now you're an asshole. You know what I mean? Like taking care of two children, regardless of whether or not you have a TV and whatever else, like taking care of a child is difficult. Last episode, they went to go see a doctor and it was a female doctor. And he was like shocked. That it was a female doctor. I'm like, dude, you've been living in America for a year now. Yeah. Like, you haven't noticed that women don't just stay at home. Like, women have jobs. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I just don't understand. It's do like, <laughs> where is the disconnect? Like, I guess I could understand if, like, you had first came over. But your wife went to you know, prenatal care, like you guys have seen doctors, you've been in a hospital, you had babies in hospitals. You didn't realize that women were doctors. 
like after being here for a year like I don't know like see that's the thing it just doesn't make at first it was like excusable and it was almost like endearing like oh like he's just getting used to the culture but he's still super cute and like he cares about Kalani and blah 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 now it's just like no like you're being off to her awful to her and then in front of her mom oh my too, god which I, I was like and and oh my god and Kalani's dad is someone so you I don't know it just seems like a total disconnect because it seems like Kalani's dad is totally different than Asuelo even though they're from I mean that's like stereotyping but it seems like he is um way more um what is the word I'm looking for like like I mean he raised these like really strong independent women who didn't hold those Samoan values you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and like Asuelo just seems like completely like gender role driven and just like shocked at the fact that I guess like if like just as the gender role driven driven thing yeah it's like I guess if you guys have talked about that and you're okay with that right then that's fine fine. whatever's good for you but it doesn't seem that way but it's not that way right and so it's like but you know I almost want to be like well you should expect some sort of like disconnect on that level because you guys are from two very different cultures. Absolutely. And, but he should be, and she should be open to talking about that yeah. and, and trying to like come to some sort of an agreement on it. And I think that this is one of those situations where that might not be possible. I think he's very dead set in the way that he feels. And I think that what he said was really hurtful to her. Yeah. And it's hard to come back from the only, like that. Yeah, oh, if he said that to me, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, okay, bye. Ooh, bye. You're going on a plane. You, you can go bye. now. But, um, <laughs> we got a plane. Bye. I don't care where you go. Not here. <laughs> just a plane, but just a plane go. But, um, the one time I did feel bad for him was in a scene from this last episode and they were like in an argument and he was basically saying like, I don't know the language well enough to articulate. I mean, he didn't use the word articulate, but basically what he was saying is like to articulate what I'm feeling. And that did make me feel a little bad for him. Like, okay, that has to suck. Like not being able to like fully communicate Mm -hmm. because you don't know the language. So you can't really say what you truly mean. So is it like some of me is like, yes, I'm sure these are things he believes, but like, I'm sure if he could express himself, it would maybe come off a little different different and maybe a little more understandable. Like, I don't know. I just like, I'm like, why don't you guys get that friggin' like stupid translator thing <laughs> that like Jihoon and Devin you. And it was like, so shoddy too. We'll talk about God, that. Yeah. Sure. We're getting there. Okay. Next couple. Um, Michael and Angela. Why is Angela likable this season? Like, yeah, she I, is. oh my God. I'm like, all of a sudden TLC is giving her some good edits or something. Maybe they realize like she's too hard to work with when she doesn't get good at it. <laughs> or like, I'm taking off my microphone right now, Michael. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> I am not your elder. <laughs> I can't tote a baby from Michael. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. My okay. pregnancy announcement. That's yeah. what it's going to be. I'm toting a baby. I'm toting a baby. It's going to be a picture of her with a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of her mouth. With her like laser marks 
She's got to have the laser marks. And my <laughs> dirty ass bra, like hanging out of a tank top. Cause she, and with like, with like a wallet and a cell phone <laughs> stuck in my bra. Cause she totally pulls a grandma walker. And that's oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so anyways, Angela, I don't know what her story, like, I'm like, I've hated Angela for the past. We were saying, get rid of Angela. I'm like, bye. Like, this story is so tired, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, they made her human. Like, her mom is dying. And that is like, I mean, you see the human side to her. Because all this time, you've just seen, like, this cartoon character, basically. Like, she's just so outrageous. And, like, <laughs> so nutso-butso. But, like, when you see, like, what she's dealing with it like humanizes her like completely makes her like so likable it's weird it's weird like now I'm rooting for them like I'm like yeah you go to Nigeria girl you marry my cow like (laughs) my cow I'm like I don't know it's weird and like I don't know like I think they are a real couple they are I I I definitely think he loves her I was so skeptical for multiple seasons yeah multiple seasons and now I've I've literally come to terms with the fact that they're an actual yeah I'm like all right yeah you guys you've made it this many seasons but it was so cute too like she tried on her wedding dress in front of her grandkids and her grandkids are like and her mom's little kids like and they were like so bummed they couldn't be flower girls because it's like mostly girls i think there's like two boys she has six grandkids that live (laughs) they all look like they're pretty like relatively same age yeah they're around yeah yeah, yeah, they are they are (laughs) definitely i'm like i'm like there's gotta be a couple like sets of twins or something they're they're all like what is that called like irish twins yeah or well that's really close with within a year within a year within a year yeah but like their her grandkids were so cute and they were so bummed like they couldn't go to the wedding because it was going to be in nigeria and i don't know they're just giving her either really good edits or like something but like She's good. This she's season. like likable this season. It's weird. I never thought I would say that. And all I, that work she had done looks pretty good, actually. I know. She's looking better. She's looking good. Yeah. And she's, she's lost some weight. Mm-hmm. She's looking much better. And oh, the other thing that's like she's going through a cancer scare right now. Like that's true. Yeah. She her doctor thinks um she may have ovarian cancer. So sad. And so like the last episode we just saw her go get her biopsy done. So I don't know. Like she's she's more likable. And I think it's because we're seeing her go through all these like humanizing things. Yeah. And definitely it's like if we didn't see that, right. I would probably still hate her. But yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing sure. her like going through something that's like legitimately scary yeah. and something that I have witnessed and so other people. Sad. To like losing a parent, like I they know. know she's dying, and like you can, yeah, you can see that it's her sad. mom is like really, yeah, holding on for her to come back. Yeah, so. it's sad. So, anyways, we're rooting for you, Michael, Michael, Angela. Um, Sinjin and Tanya, not really anything new other than Sinjin's getting a bad at it from TLC. Oh yeah, he's like a loser. He went to go. Uh, He's like a loser. I love that he went to go for like a uh, interview to be a bartender, and then he comes like, home this- wasted. <laughs> I would kill him. And he just I would kill drinking. him. I would like, kill him. Rule number one, Sinjin: Don't, don't get drunk at the bar. At the you're bar you're about to lie to. Please do not do that after. Do that. <laughs> after you're go home. Go, go, to, go to the 
bar next door. Go anywhere else. Don't get drunk at that bar. Oh my God. What yeah. a terrible, I was like cringing the entire yeah. time, especially since like you and I are both like have been bartenders yeah. in our lives. And oh, and he, he like, he like word vomits and tells the manager oh like God. way too much about his life. And I'm just like, shut up. Dude. And that's the shut thing is I'm up. like, I have dealt with, I manage a bar. I managed a bar. And I would have people come in for interviews and I've had plenty of them come in wasted and I've had people interview a bartender. Like even if it's for a bartender, you don't get to show up. No, you don't get to be because guess what? When you're bartending, you can't be drinking. That's the thing. (laughs) And if you are, if you like for me, if I find you drunk, I'm just like, okay, bye. Yeah. Don't come back for two weeks. We'll try this again. No. And then if you can't be a wasted serving people. Oh my God. I dealt with this so much. It's not good. It's not good. Um, so yeah, they're just whatever. Same boat. It's like it's just fighting with each other. Fighting with each other. Who's gonna make money? He's not making money. She like shattered her leg in a car accident and the and she's like in a boot and like can't she can't bartend obviously because she can't even walk and then the doctor tells her like she's gonna basically have like early onset like terrible arthritis so like who knows if she'll ever be able to bartend again and that was like her main let's talk about that though because when she said he said i'm gonna have arthritis he like sinjin oh yeah freaked out he He was like you said that only people that get arthritis or he said only he people that get arthritis are like 50 years old. But this is my thing. I think it was because he was wasted and he wasn't necessarily like yelling at her. He was just like yelling because he was wasted. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a loud talker when he was just drunk. like, you nah. said <laughs> He was a mess. He was a mess. And God, like that was another one. Like, just like Asuelu, like last season, I love Sinjin. I was like, how is this? Oh yeah. How is how are you gonna marry this with Tanya? Like Tanya is awful. And now this season, I'm like, Sinjin's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Sinjin is a loser. Sinjin's a loser. I used to hate Tanya. Now I hate Sinjin. But so. I still don't like Tanya. Still don't like Tanya. <laughs> Nope, that I she did not, not say. Now herself. I like. <laughs> nope. Now I just don't like him. Okay, so Karini and Paul. Paul. Um. Okay, so first of all, I just want to preface this with: we watched today a like ten minute long. Every time that Paul runs away, <laughs> you guys, you have to watch it. It's a it's montage like... of Paul running. Every time he runs, they start playing like. It's like, and it's just work. him running like his awkward. He runs the weirdest with runner. like his his arms like out to the side, and like it's almost like his let his feet go. Oh, yeah, they're like they go out. out they go like go outwards, and he wears like shoes that are like twenty times the size of his feet. He's like a clown. He's a rodeo clown trying to run away from a ball, but he's like really bad at it. So. Um, yeah, we watched that day and we were crying laughing. Um, YouTube it. It's just montage of Paul running. Uh, but anyway, so they are in Kentucky and basically Paul's parents have like cut him off completely. Like they like basically like changed the locks to their house and are like, peace, Paul. Because <laughs> get out. Like, figure it out. So they're like living in a hotel. I feel so I Here's the thing. I, feel, I love Karini. I love Karini. I feel bad for her, but now at this point, I'm like, 
this is a choice. Like you could have stayed in Brazil with your amazing supportive family. She's tried to leave like, like 14 times and then she's like, it's okay, Paul. As soon as he like comes back out from the doghouse, literally. I mean, it's like, I understand like she's living in poverty, but like Paul is just so unstable. Like his emotions and there's something not there's something all there. He needs, he needs some therapy to deal with. Like, yeah. Because when he gets overwhelmed, that's when he does the running away thing. And that's when he becomes, like, completely irrational. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I feel bad for them. So, next couple. Uh, Colt and Larissa, who are my favorite. Well, not Colt. I don't like Colt, but I love Larissa. I love me some Larissa. I like Larissa too. Larissa is super honest. She's, she's so honest when she went on that date, that blind date with that guy. And he's like, so what qualities are you looking for in a man? She's like citizenship. Citizenship. (laughs) (laughs) She's honest. And then they cut to him and he's like, I would definitely go on another date with her. I think that she's got all the qualities I'm looking for. And I was like, oh, a citizenship. But the guy that she goes on a blind date with shows up with a gift bag and a card. That is weird. Bring the girl flowers. Like he brought her a bottle of champagne and I guess the card was cute. It was like. So drink this to either be celebrating a good date or drink it to forget. Like, oh, witty. That's cute. it's cute, but like, it's weird. I, like, I wouldn't be doing that. Just it's, flowers. It's fine. Exactly. Like, if you want to bring a gift, flowers is fine. Not a gift bag and right. a card. A card? I don't know. If you're going to go all out, then buy me a fucking necklace. <laughs> right. Buy me How some about diamonds. That? Can I have some, like, right. precious gemstones? So anyway, so... Colt's like seeing this new girl, Jess, who's also Brazilian. She's like 21 years old. She's here on an on a au pair visa and she's living in Chicago. So he like goes to see her. Colt is super creepy, controlling. He's awful. When he dances, I like vomited in my mouth a little bit. Like, what was that? I don't even know. Don't do it. He talks way too much about his sex life. Don't want to hear it. Like. Who is having sex with Colt? I don't even. Why? Why? And she's cute. Too. She is. She's, she's adorable. Really cute. And I'm like, this has to be to get on TLC. I don't know. I just can't see that she's like truly interested in this guy. I don't know. Cause he's just such a weirdo and he's controlling and like manipulative and he won't like let her hang out, let her hang out with her friends when he's there. And it's just, I just didn't like it. It was just nasty, all around bad vibe. Larissa is living her best life, like going to get like that pulse, yeah, like thing to make her muscles. I want to do that kind of. She said she yeah. likes the pain. Yeah, I was like, oh girl, I might like the pain too. Then <laughs> I'll try it. She calls Jess, and we saw like she was like trying to warn Jess about Colt and all of that, and. Jess was just like, oh, I think Colt's a really nice guy and blah, 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 blah. And Larissa's like, he's going to screw you over just like he did to me. And so I don't know. Colt's supposed to go to Brazil. Mother Debbie is supposed to go with him. Okay, so hilarious. That's what I was going to say is that during that conversation with Jess that Larissa has, she goes, have you met Debbie? And Jess says no. And she goes, well, Debbie, Debbie is the, she has a, she's a demon. Yeah, she's a demon. She's a demon. (laughs) 
And my favorite part is that as soon as they cut away from that, they show like a preview of like the next seat or the next episode. And it's like Debbie complaining the entire time that they're over there. I was like, this is perfect. I'm more excited to watch that episode than I was to watch this episode because seriously, like, I just love mess. Yeah. I want to see all it's of the so mess happen. Like, I'm glad. God, I'm so excited. So, and then Larissa had, like, an immigration, um, what am I trying to say? At court. Oh, uh, um, uh, here, she had a, Yeah, like, an immigration like hearing. hearing on her, like, on her, the status, status of her immigration. So, we'll see what happens with that. She gets deported. She brought her friend along, and she was like, um, if I get thrown in jail or I have to be deported, here's my lawyer's number. And her friend was like... Uh, I thought I was just taking yeah, you to a thing to like, find paper. Right. She was like, I didn't realize it was that serious, but holy crap. Now I'm scared for you. So, oh, my God. God, I love Larissa. So anyway, I know what happens. All right. Let's talk 90 day before the 90 days because we are running out of time. Yes, we are. Um, we are like 20 minutes. All right. So Tim and Melissa, they're the new couple we didn't get to talk about. So Tim's 31. Melissa, I believe, is in her 20s still or like late 20s. Um, They met in well, he was bartending in college and like met her at the bar that he like bartended at. And so there are a couple that have actually met. They've had an actual relationship. It has been long distance the whole time. They haven't been um, living together. They'd never lived together. But She's now back in Columbia and um, he's in Texas and he's preparing to move to Columbia to go be with her. We don't know much um, about their relationship other than he had cheated on her. And okay. all of his friends are super pissed at him for cheating on her, which makes all me of think his friends. that she's amazing. They literally say, like, I met her. I had a connection yeah, with her. Yeah, like her. I'm mad at him for doing this to friends. her were so on her side it was remarkable it I'm was like so weird you because never they only met her a couple and of you times, never like, see that on 90 day like right. usually 90 day the friends hate or are indifferent to the other person but these people were like Melissa's the best like we love her we're mad at you for cheating on her like I want to punch you in the face for her that's what one of his friends actually said so she must be a super cool chick I she's got to be. She's got to be super cool. She seems cool as fuck to yeah. me. We she's haven't really beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. We haven't really seen much of her, though, like, as far as, like, letting her yeah. talk about anything. We no, we, we, have, really, we haven't seen anything. Like, We've video clips. Yeah, exactly. Like, we haven't seen her at all. So, so I'm we really won't to really be able her. to form an opinion until we see them in Columbia together. But shame on him for cheating on her because she's a gorgeous little girl. Um, okay. Jihoon and Devin. I just wrote. This was my note shit show oh the entire thing is a shit show it's it's been a shit show um so let's see it starts off with she's already there with her mother she is in korea and they are getting ready to go she to, brings her mom who is awful. awful they're getting ready to go to their first uh apartment that she rented for one month and then he's supposed to take over. We talked about that the last time. Because that he was concerned can't about get it. his shit together. Yeah, he can't get his shit together. So um, we go ahead and, like, we watch them. And her mom is, like, swearing in the car. Where the fuck are we going? Yeah. And Jihoon oh, says something God. really funny. He's like, I'm glad my mom doesn't know the F word. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> she because does. That's, this girl is just she's going just like, off. Like, yelling. going off. 
and this is our first time meeting his parents. So they're yeah. already married. So it's like, you know, right. this is probably not the best first, first impression. impression. Um, and so they get to this area where the apartment is. And it's very clear that it's not in a good area. It's not in a place that they would consider completely like, you know, safe to live in. And um, let's see, like. She is like, just let's get us, just let's get inside. I just want to get the kids inside because they're standing outside, basically yelling at each other. It's like, I can't believe that she's even having this guy. Her mom should have just shut the fuck up. So Jihoon and her go inside and she's like, okay, so first of all, there's no kitchen. There's like, it's like a refrigerator and a microwave. And then there's no stove. There's no oven. There's nothing like that. Um, she said that there was only enough room for her, or there wasn't even enough room for her to bring her luggage in. This place is tiny, tiny. So I think they were more concerned about the neighborhood that it was in. Like, I guess it's not a very good area. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a very safe area of Korea. It wasn't. Um, I don't know. Like, here's my thing. Like, in Jihoon's defense, Devin's pregnancy was a mistake. They got pregnant on the first time they ever met. And it's like he didn't start this relationship and neither did she in her defense too, to like get pregnant and like start a family. So of course he's not like ready for that but I guess I feel bad saying that though too because a woman has to be like they don't a, have yeah, a she choice, have a choice. Like, she has to step but up but the thing is, is that he went back to Korea and he could have been like fuck you right. and he didn't right he ended up being like okay let's try and make this work I guess but then it's like why bring in an income like she's yeah leaving, he's not trying hard enough right? I agree no, with you. like she's leaving her life and like he is not trying hard enough which but I don't understand either he like, does seem like he's he's in love with her like he yeah, wants to be with he her does. he does say like she asks him why why do you keep lying to me and he says because i really wanted you to come here and then like not making but it okay here's another thing that doesn't make sense to me is if davin was the one with the good job like she said she had she was like leaving a career she called it a career i'm like why are you trying to get the 90 day for him? Like, right. why are you going to Korea? But I thought it was because he couldn't because of. Oh, the, you're right. You're right. He couldn't come to America you're right. because he has the criminal. a criminal history and it's harder for he them was, to come. He was selling stolen cell phones. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. And he had like a $20,000 fine yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that he's not finished paying off and that's why he's broke still. Right. Is he still paying they're, that off? They're garnishing his wages. Yeah. Basically. So, oh shit. Yeah. That is messy. That is messy as hell. I don't know. I feel, I, yeah. They should at least try because it's not a guaranteed he can't come. It's just harder. They yeah. should at least try. But once he has it paid off. Once it's paid maybe, off, I'm sure it'll be fine. And maybe It'll they, fine. and maybe that's the plan. Who knows? But we know she ends up saying because remember when they were first introduced, it was Devin and it was, it was like, during coronavirus. Yeah, and it was in, during yeah. the pan- pandemic and she was like, all of Korea is shut down right now and so scary. I don't know what to do. And then it's like seven months earlier. Right. So we know that she ends up staying. So all of this is like definitely filmed months ago, which yeah. we already knew because we've seen, you know, spoiler things about some of the couples, which we won't spoil for you guys currently. But We've seen some spoiler things and 
you know, so we knew that some of these people, they work out or they don't work out. Right. Um, that was a little bit shocking though, because, you know, they actually, TLC has actually done a really good job of keeping a lot of this stuff under wraps. Yeah, and I'm sure how. that they have like, you know, non-disclosure NDAs, agreements yeah. and stuff that they have to do, yeah. which makes sense. Duh. Um, yeah. but, like they have to have that. Right. But a lot of people, you know, end up. Yeah actually spilling the tea yeah. a little bit early you yeah. know so all right next couple real quick uh kenneth and armando um nothing we haven't we still haven't seen them together yet all we saw was like armando this past episode like saying goodbye to um his family because he's moving four hours away he's leaving hannah his daughter there until they get settled and then he's gonna pick her up and bring her back the only thing that I have to say here, I mean, it was super emotional and sad, obviously. Um, but his dad didn't come say goodbye to him. And that was really sad. That was me. sad because Armando was like, obviously, this is like a statement, him saying he's not supporting what I'm doing. So I don't know. And personally, I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about that. I think that sometimes it just takes a little bit longer and like, don't give up on your parents if you're in that kind of situation, because his dad openly said to him before, I'm your father. I love you. You're my son. You're my son. Right. And so, you know, just because he didn't show up for that one particular moment, right. Doesn't mean that he doesn't support him at all. It's just some people have a really hard time coming to full terms with that. And he just needs to give him a little bit of time. Plus you have to remember like Armando in his own words, Sad that like the Mexican culture is like a macho man culture. Exactly. Like they don't accept gays, so it it makes sense that his dad may need some time to like process what's going on. I think that his dad will come around. Yeah, he, I, 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 really I definitely do. though do too because his reaction to him was so sweet, like holding his hand and his entire family was very, very, it was like, very kind sweet. and loving. And yeah. I think that yes, they might have a little bit of an issue with it, but they will come around. I think they're gonna come around. I hope I do too. so. I, I hope, hope so too. So we we love you guys and we really, really, really hope it does. Yeah, work out. I love them so much. Okay. Um, Jenny and Summit, nothing new. Jenny is asking for divorce papers. That's it. Summit is saying that, you know, it takes a really long time to get those papers and he offers for her to come to the courthouse to actually try and get some of the papers so he, she can see exactly how hard it is because the divorce is not finalized. Um, we did see a clip from the next episode where his friend states that he's been trying for four years to be completely separated. And Jenny obviously reacts to that. Um, but, and, and, but I feel like Summit is telling the truth. I honestly believe he's telling the truth this time. And I don't know why, like either he's a master manipulator if he's not, I will be shocked. Yeah. Like if he's not telling the truth, I would be shocked because I actually kind of believe it. Like I believe that it would be hard because it's like an arranged, like it's not just like in the United States where it's like, yes, it's legal and there's paperwork that has to be done, but like families are arranged marriages and money and, needs to and be it's paid also back. in a country like, where people don't really get divorced. Get divorced. Right. So it's harder for them right. to do that. Where here you can probably get divorced in six months. Right. Over there it's a little bit more of a process. And I feel like 
I feel like she doesn't have anything to worry about, like as far as whether or not he's actually getting divorced. Yeah. But I do feel for her that, you know, this might be a long process that she wasn't exactly ready for. And I hate to say it, but she's an older woman. And if it takes four years or something, you know, a lot can happen in four years. Like, I'm sorry, like he lied to you the first time around and you decided that you were going to come back. So without seeing the paperwork, without seeing the paperwork. So which your family asked you dumb to on get you. the paperwork, dumb, yeah, on, dumb you. on you. If it's not true, then I'll be shocked, but I'll also be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And if it is true, then I'll be like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But there sure. might be more to that story. So yeah. we'll see. All right. Last couple, Ari and Binyam. Binyam is so sweet. He's a really cute. I freaking love him. Like, he was so appreciative to the fact that, like, Ari was moving over there. Like, he was like, it's a gift. It's a gift that she's, she's giving up so here. much like, for me. She's giving up her life in America. Like, I loved how grateful he was and how much he understood, like, what she's giving up to, like, go be in Ethiopia. Um, so I loved that. Um, their Their reunion was super sweet. Like, she was just so happy to see him and be with him. And then they, she, they get in the car and she kind of starts like having like a panic attack. And listen, I get it. Like you were on a plane for 24 hours. I'm not good with travel and sleep deprivation either. She's pregnant. And she's pregnant. So I'm sure her hormones are not so bad right now. So like, I do not fault her for any of that. Like, I'm sure I'd be having like such a wide range of emotions. Like you just left your entire life. In America, you're going to be with a man who you have not spent a ton of time with. You're about to have a baby. Like, I get it. Like, I do not fault her for any of that. No. Like, totally understandable right there. So, Benyam, like, finds there. Her mom must be staying at a hotel or something because she's not staying with She's them. not there, yeah. So, Benyam gets them an apartment. And it's actually, like... Not terrible. I didn't think it was terrible. It's not the best. The bathroom was shady. Like there was no like toilet seat on the toilet, so it was just like a ball. Like as if like if I was a pregnant woman, that would probably. I mean, as like a woman, that freaks me out. But like if I was pregnant, I think that would like majorly freak me out. Because imagine like trying to hover over a bowl. Being when you're pregnant, like pregnant, like nine months pregnant, hovering. Oh no! I oh can't. hell no! Yeah, no. So oh hell no! Oh hell no! So, anyways, like I'm I don't toting know. A ba- I'm toting a baby. God damn it! Um, so I feel bad. Like I get it. Like the apartment's not American standards at all. But like you knew that going in. Like, you're not living you're in America. Not anymore. living in America anymore. You're living in Ethiopia and. I didn't think the apartment was that terrible. It really wasn't. Even by American standards. He, like, dressed it up a little bit for yeah, her. Yeah, like, made it, like, the all, bed like, was cute. fine. Like, it was fine. It was so sad I don't know. She freaks out. She hates it. She straight up is just like, I hate it. And, and I she was, was like, this is awful. I I feel so bad for him. And he, he felt bad so about it. He felt bad about it. He but at the, like, okay, but at the same time, like I said, I'll just go back to the fact she had been traveling for 24 hours and she's pregnant. Like, I'm not faulting her for that. I'm not going to say that she's a little brat for that because let me tell you, 
I probably would have been traveling 24 hours. I probably would have been way scared to see someone for the first time in months. Yeah, I would have been too. Like, I think I would have been a little hellion, like truly. So I really don't fault her for that. So we're going to see. I'm not going to pass judgment on her yet. I did see that in the like preview for the next week that her mom says that she's not comfortable with her having a baby there. So I am curious to see what happens with that. And I wonder, again, here's another situation. Why can't he go to the United States? Yeah, there's got to be something there. I don't know. Like, is it because, like, is his divorce finalized? Because he was married before. To another American woman. Yeah, to another American. he has a child. Yeah. So is it something to do with that? Or, like, I don't even know. But it just doesn't make sense to me, like, why he wouldn't come to... I have America, no especially when you're having a baby. I'm gonna look into it, and I'm gonna let you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm gonna look, look into that. Or you guys look into it and let us. Know. Or let us Even know. better. Yep, do I they agree with that? We, yeah, we'll take your free research, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm yep. sick of looking shit up for you guys. You <laughs> do that, it. Not that it's our job or anything. <laughs> I know. All right. Not that we're it's supposed our to know more than you guys, but we're seriously like we watch it right before. <laughs> <laughs> It literally airs Monday and we're on on Tuesday. I know. It's hard. Like, it's hard. I watch it twice. I do too. In between. But it is hard. Like, because before when we were doing it, it aired on Sundays. So we had and a so day. We had two, yeah, well. Or two days. Two really. days to watch it. Watch and like, it. A few times. Make some notes. Right. Now it's like, now it's it airs like, Monday. Boom, boom. I have my other podcast right. on Monday. And I'm just like, well, now I'm drunk, so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm just going to go to sleep or I'm going to sit up and keep drinking. <laughs> totally. So I have to watch it Tuesday morning. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. You guys get what you get. You love it. <laughs> keep watching. You're the one watching. <laughs> yeah. It's you, not us. You're enabling this behavior. <laughs> but please keep doing but that. But please keep doing please it. Please keep doing it. <laughs> because we like we go you. into panic mode. Yeah. Like, please. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what's happening in next episode. Uh, the actual, I can't wait to see like the Armando and Kenneth, like real life reunion. Like I'm excited about that. I want to see more about Brittany. Oh my God. Yes. She wasn't on that episode. She wasn't on this episode. No, she wasn't at all. But apparently she goes, oh my God, there's like a sneak peek for next week and she has the hijab on. And she's meeting his family, and apparently there's like some huge explosive blowout, like some big mess. I happens. am so excited. Me too. I cannot wait. So you guys have I to watch with us. I cannot wait because you know that's gonna be shady. That's oh gonna God. be shady as hell. He he says like, "Oh, my parents think that you're being disrespectful." And his me. mom starts yelling something too. I'm like, so excited. I'm. I know it's terrible, but I'm so excited to watch God. it. This but is why we watch. This is what I watch for. I, I watch love watching trash. all the mess. Yeah, <sighs> I don't watch for like boring them. This is how like, we got our name, Trash Panda. Right. Trash TV. Trash TV, man. All right, do we have another couple? Or are we good? Um, we're all good actually. Woo! So we we actually finished within our time, and oh I was concerned God. about that. I was super concerned about so it. So thank too. you guys all for watching, and yeah. we'll be on next Tuesday. Make sure you watch your 90 Day Fiance, all of the different varieties. And if there is something that you are watching that you want us to watch, whether it's trashy or it's trending, please let us know. Comment. We will 
look through them. We'll watch some stuff. Message us. Shoot us an email. I don't know. Hit me up in my DMs, but don't send me (laughs) naked pics. Unless it's titties. You can send me titties. No dick pics. Um, No dick pics. (laughs) But send us some stuff. Let us know what you're watching. We'll watch with you and we'll do our little commentary on it. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks so much for watching. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.